Hello, everyone, and welcome to Casida Conversations with the Casida President and, and Executive Director. I'm Sam Atkinson, the 2020-21 Casida President and Associate Athletic Director for Communications at Gallaudet University. I'm joined by Casida Executive Director Doug Vance. Doug, how's it going? And welcome back to Casida Conversations. Well, thanks, Sam. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's that time of year where we're winding down everything. And uh, we can get into that a little bit more detail here as we go forward. But uh, it, it's kind of a, kind of the, the signals the end of the year and it signals the start of a new year. So um, it's a busy time. And I know for our members, it's extremely busy right now. But uh, I'm glad to take time to talk to you again. And our, this will be our last our last show. Absolutely. And looking forward to it, Doug. Uh, some great topics for us to discuss in a, in a couple of minutes. But just a reminder. Casida Conversations is a monthly uh, conversation between the Casida President and the Executive Director to discuss all things Casida, the profession, and our members. We want to make sure everyone knows what the organization is doing and discuss the items, projects, and initiatives we are working on. In this episode, we will discuss the inter interesting spring semester, the Academic All-America Program, Casida 21 Virtual Convention, and we will be joined by Casida staff member Bo White to discuss Casida's strategic branding review. So let's get started with our sixth episode. Doug, this spring semester has been a grind for our Casida members, as many had to juggle not only the normal spring sports slate of games and responsibilities, but throw in winter and some and in some cases fall sports. And it was a heavy lift for a lot of our members. What were your observations from the sprawl? seasons we witnessed this past few months? Well, as you say, it was a year like unlike any other in the history of our profession. Um, I, I felt for what our members were having to deal with and the, the, the workload that they were having to endure, the demands on them. Um, we, we could see it coming. It was like a, a tsunami coming at us uh, back in the first semester. And, and, uh, you know, I, I just I just admire our members for stepping up and doing and doing the job. That's what they always do. Uh, they uh, they're given a job and they do it. They don't ask questions. Uh, but I think it was a, it was probably a, a learning year for all of us. Uh, and I, I sure hope we don't have to go through that again. Um, I, I know our members are worn out right now, just just totally fatigued. And and this summer will be uh, a thing that's badly needed for our people to re recharge their batteries. Yeah, Doug, it seemed, seemed like not just only the, the amount of games and how quickly the games were taking place, but also with still uh, dealing with the pandemic and, and COVID protocols that a lot of schools had to uh, go through and, and have their teams go through. Uh, it just really seemed like an exhausting year uh, for a lot of our members. But at the end of the day, the games did take place. And for many sports, uh, their conferences and national championships um, took place. Uh, there was, seemed like a sense of normalcy. It seems like the light at the end of the tunnel continues to grow. It's been a, over a year since this COVID-19 pandemic has impacted the world. Uh, but we were coming down the home stretch, and it's fun to watch these spring sports and the regionals and the national championship games taking place in May and some into June. And in turn, it is nice to see Casida to recognize those SIDs on the various national champions uh, teams that they're promoting and working with. Uh, and maybe that recognition this year has an extra meaning for our membership. Uh, Doug, what do you think about that and these spring championships? Kind of seems a little normal. 
Yeah, I think so. I, I think there's some factors there. You know, the uh, we're getting back to some some more normalcy because COVID is 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 uh, on the way. I, I hope I can say this, Zachary, is on the way out, and and we are getting back to what what we what we perceive as a normal life, and which how it impacts all of us. And um, the national championship uh, recognition, yeah, I, it will mean something to those people. Um, uh, they worked. They probably worked harder than they ever have in, in any other previous year uh, to be a part of all that. So I hope. I certainly hope it's a, it's greatly appreciated. And over the years, to look back on that particular trophy and and remember what happened during this particular year. But uh, you know, you, you just you you hope that next year is we're back to a normal routine, and we're not right. talking about all these unique circumstances that influence our jobs. And how how we how we get things done, and how it impacts student athletes and coaches, and and uh, I'm sure what we all went through will factor in, and how we do the job in the future, what we've learned from it, the tech, technology that's come about as a result of it. But uh, uh, you know, before we worry about that too much, I think we all need to to uh, to use the summer just uh, as I said, recharge the batteries, uh, lay in bed a long time, and get some yeah. rest. A big reset for sure, and and special uh, good luck to any of our members who still have teams in competition in these final weeks uh, into the spring semester uh, as we get towards the finish line here. And you're talking about normalcy, and one thing that we're always normal uh, for us as Casada members every year in and year out is the Academic All America program, and and to keep up with this unique year narrative, we pivot to that program, which has been delayed until the spring but is now well underway with nominations and voting ongoing. And this will continue into the month of June. Uh, it's been different. It's been compressed, Doug, um, and more condensed for our members to nominate, vote, and for the announcements of these teams. Um, it's been a different year, uh, but it's also important for Casada to continue this program. Uh, don't you agree? Yeah, I definitely do, Sam. And I'm really proud of of our folks for uh for making that commitment, the uh, the committee in particular has Absolutely. had to labor through a lot of uh, difficult decisions and and uh, how how it functions and and to make all this happen. I remember uh, last year about this time or earlier, we all said, you know, we're not going to take this honor away from our student athletes. We're going to continue this, and uh, well, there are some challenges in figuring out how, and it's not a perfect system uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But we think about what this means to our student athletes and the honor that they received, and and they're able to take that with them throughout their life. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really proud of the fact that that we were able to continue this program. Absolutely, and and a special thanks to the Casada Academic All America Committee, which is led by Kevin Lenke, and a special thanks to all of our Casada members for nominating and voting on this year's ballots. Uh, you can continue to vote in these coming weeks into into the month of June. And more information about the program can be found at casida.com backslash academic all America. Um, Doug, let's keep, let's move on to the Casida 21 virtual convention, which will be held June 7th through the 10th. Normally in May, we are prepping to meet in person for our annual Casida convention, but for the second year in a row, the convention has moved to a virtual format. But having more time to plan for this compared to last year, um, has probably made Casada better prepared uh, to deliver a high-level program in a virtual environment. 
Doug, you and the Casida staff have been meeting for months preparing for this and the Casida Professional Development Committee led by second vice president, Jessica Poole and third vice president, John Paquette have come up with some great programs for our members to enjoy next month. What can you share with our members as we prepare for the convention? Well, I think it's, uh, I agree with you. We've, we've had, a, we learned from last year's convention. We, we uh, had about three months to put that together and it was, it was a good, it was a good event, uh, but we learned from it uh, from a technology standpoint, what, what we could do. And we've been able to improve on that, on how it's going to be delivered this year. It's going to be a new, a new, a new program. It's called the attend, an attendee hub. And I think, I think people who attend will notice a big difference in the quality of it. And uh, just just being able to be a participant in it, um, we've added a couple of social events just to try to put an element of fun back into the convention. Uh, but uh, but overall, I, I think uh, I hope at this we're, we're able to say this is our last virtual convention. Let's uh, I hope we get out of out of the business of uh, doing this on online and doing it in person in Las Vegas. And I'm optimistic that that we'll be able to do that going forward. Yeah, I hope so too, Doug. And, and just to pinpoint a couple of the big highlights for people, um, and you can get all this information on casita.com backslash 2021 convention. But you know, we have our typical divisional days. We do have a Casita U programming taking place from June 2nd to the 3rd. Uh, we have some great speakers and different sessions from June 7th to June 10th. Uh, some of those divisional days will, will carry over to the week after the convention. Uh, but we'll begin on Monday, June 7th with a state of association address with uh, myself and you, Doug, as we go through the organization um, and what we've been able to accomplish this past year and looking ahead. And that will lead into our opening keynote with Dr. Ivan Joseph to discuss transform your self-confidence and accelerate your career. And then we're, we'll wrap up the convention on Thursday, June 10th with the Casitas President's Roundtable, uh, our, our Casita business meeting leading into the keynote of controlling the message and content management and creation with award-winning sports journalist and author, Joanne C. Gerstner. So looking forward to that programming, as you mentioned, also uh, some fun social things for our members to take to interact with us this year. Uh, we, we'll ha we will have our 5K virtual race uh, along with a trivia night and also online golfing uh, open for the first time. So Looking forward to those. And then lastly, um, paying tribute to and recognizing our members who are getting inducted into the Casada Hall of Fame and also our Casada Academic All-America Hall of Fame inductees, not just for this year, 2021, but also um, for 2020. So um, for anybody that hasn't seen so far, there's been some great special award videos uh, being published and shared on Casada.com and also on Casada's um, YouTube page. And a special congratulations to all of our special award winners for 2020 and also 2021. Um, Doug, anything else you'd like to add about the, co the convention and, and what our members could um, expect? Well, just uh, I, I would like to take a moment and thank all those people who've been involved in making this, making this convention happen. Uh, things like this, uh, as everybody in our profession knows who are in event planning, these things don't happen without a lot of, a lot of people uh, putting in a lot of time and making a commitment, um, you know, from from the programming committee to the special awards committee and uh, to the board of directors, all of our cabinet leaders, and uh, lastly, our staff uh, who have 
Uh, I'm really proud of them of what they've done. We we talk about this all year long and what we want to do and how we want to put it together. And I think with the with the great support of our members, um, I think people will be very impressed with what they see June 7th and 10th and the weeks surrounding it as well. Absolutely. And we encourage everybody to use our official hashtag of hashtag Casida21 on Twitter to talk all things Casida and about the 2020 virtual convention in the coming weeks ahead. So we're looking really looking forward to that. And we're also looking forward to our next guest coming up after the break. We will be joined by Bo White, Casida's Director of Creative Services, to discuss Casida's strategic branding review. Casida would like to take a moment to thank its Tier 1 partners for their commitment and support of Casida. Welcome back to Casada Conversations. We are now joined by Bo White, Casada's Director of Creative Services, to discuss Casada's strategic branding review. Bo, how's it going? And welcome to Casada Conversations. Sam, I'm doing all right. Uh, we're real busy right now, trying to get uh, a lot of things done for the convention and uh, all of our special awards and Academic All America. But I'm, I'm very pleased to join you today to talk about this important topic. Thanks, Bo, and thanks for making time for us today. Last month, Casada announced the launch of this strategic branding review. The Casada Executive Board of Directors has commissioned this review, which is being led by Bo and myself. Bo, it seems like an ideal time after what our profession and members had to deal with during the pandemic as they relied heavily on technology and working remotely. This profession has been changing for years with digital, social media, and other technologies. And it just seems like the pandemic may be exposed that and they spit and sped things up for a lot of our members. Is this the right time? Yeah, that's a good question, Sam. I, I think I've heard you use that, that term sped things up a few times. And I, I do think that's definitely true that uh, people have been forced to be more creative um, during the past year. Uh, is this the right time to, to look at a, a branding conversation for Cosida? I, I always think it's the right time. You know, the last time we did it, was about 10 years ago and uh, we got some great, I wasn't with the organization and on the staff at that time, but uh, there were some great uh, answers provided from that study and it's just time to do it again. And as the profession has changed, um, you know, we're in a way different place than we were 10 years ago. So I think it's the perfect time. Or even just five years ago, it seems like as, as things uh, continue to speed up, um, one area identified by the executive board of directors for the longevity of the organization is looking at the health of our membership numbers and overall health of the profession. As many of our members have been tasked to learn new skills or carry new digital or creative content or content creation roles, we have seen other creative and digital jobs pop up in the collegiate athletic space. Can Casida be, be the home for those digital and creative people? That's another big question. You know, I think that we, we think it can be. Mm -hmm. And um, these new positions, you know, I, I look at Cosida, there's there's kind of three different levels. You know, there's the actual people. And that's who we really care about is, is what's happening to people. But there's also the, the profession. And um, if you got a chance to read our, our latest magazine, there was a little bit in there about uh, kind of my take on some of that. And, 
and I think that defining what the profession is is a, is a key thing to do. Uh, our mission statement it reads, uh, you know, the athletics communication community or something to that effect. And as everybody has different titles and everything, the third level is the national organization. And so, in my mind, what we want to do is, and what we always have done, is to create an organization where everybody feels welcome and supported regardless of their of their title or their job role. So with that said, you know, we're not trying to tell people what they should call themselves or what types of people they should hire per se, but what we are saying is whether you hire 10 SIDs or you hire 5 SIDs and 5 graphic designers, all those people have a place with Cosida and I think that that that's where I'm at with this process in the beginning stages. Yeah, and it seems like at the end of the day, you know, no matter what your title is or what your role is, a lot of us who are in the communications field, we are still creating content. Um, and that's the same for digital and creatives as they're creating content that is communicated to their fan bases and to their alumni and, and supporters of their programs. And you mentioned that Casina 360 issue, we're gonna get to that in a second, but let's step back for a moment and look at your career, Bo, and your perspective is different than some who have been more of a traditional sports information director. Uh, can you share with us your athletic communications background and how you personally got involved um, with digital and creative and content creation? Yeah, I can do that. Um, so I did start as a traditional SID. Um, I worked as a student assistant at Missouri State, first of all, and um, the, the man I worked for uh, Hall of Famer Mark Stillwell, he was as SID as it gets because we even called him Sid. So um, as I moved on from there, I, I, I did serve as a traditional SID for five years and uh, it was great. Uh, but the parts of the job that I really gravitated to was the creative side. And this was back in the mid 2000s. And that's really when the, I'll call it new media or creative positions really started to, to begin. Um, most of the people doing it were former SIDs, um, or at least had had some experience in the traditional office. Right. And they, they were taking on different roles. Um, and so about halfway through my time at Kansas, you know, an opportunity came open for me to, to be our graphic designer. So that was a more creative role. So when I took that took that position, um, you know, I remember uh, my boss at the time asked me if I still wanted to be a member of Cosida. And I'm like, well, of course I do. Um, and I still had many like secondary SID uh, responsibilities, right? Uh, traveling with teams or, or, or keeping score at games, helping with notes, all that stuff. I still did all that. It just wasn't my primary job. And you know, I still wanted to be a member. And at that time, I think that there was some, I don't know, there were some people who didn't feel like Cosida was right for them anymore because they had that different job. And so I think that's that's another big piece of this is changing that culture for everybody to feel like I'm part of communications, whether it is, whether I'm a writer or I draw the pictures or I take the video or whatever it is, that you do, it's all communications to me. Right, and and we mentioned before, 
you know, Cassida recently published its spring edition of Cassida 360, and, and the title was All Creative Communicators Deserve a Seat at Our Table. Can you share with our audience some of the key stories in that issue and what you learned as you helped to put this publication together? Absolutely. So our cover story was really kind of a, a combination of three stories. And so I, I wrote one of them and it had that title that you mentioned about everyone deserves a seat at our table. The other two pieces, uh, one was on the evolution of storytelling by Emery Halevi at Harvard. Emery is a very sharp and, and very forward looking thing. And anybody, anybody who follows him on, on Twitter knows exactly what I'm talking about. You should go follow him, Emery H on Twitter. Um, but he really shed some light on, on exactly what I'm talking about is that it doesn't really matter what your job title is or what your role is. We're all creative communicators and that's never been true any time in our history. You know, um, the other piece, which I was also very excited about was about elevating creative services at small colleges. So not everybody can hire an army of people, especially at the division three, the NAIA, and even the division two level. Sure. Uh, a lot of one person shops up there. And so another focus of our work, I think, is to, it's inevitable that, that people are going to look for creative people. And so what we want to see happen is the addition of staff. We want, we want Gallaudet to hire a creative person to sit next to you, Sam, and and you guys be a team and work together. We don't want them to replace SIDs because SIDs are still needed. The right. the jobs are not going and the responsibilities are not going away, but the they are being added. No, and it definitely seems like the amount of digital requests and creative requests that you're seeing um, in this profession nowadays can be overwhelming for somebody that might be a one person shop and they're trying to do a little bit of everything. And in the end, maybe, you know, their entire um, skill sets are, are suffering because they're, they cannot focus on, on one area or the other and having an addition, um, additional staff member that could help um, work in, in that creative space would be instrumental for a lot of schools. And, and it's also, you know, valuable for the recruitment, retention, um, for a lot of the college division universities moving ahead. So if you haven't given a, a read to that Cassida 360, I think this is a, an excellent issue. It talks about a lot of these um, questions that we're just discussing now. And it really dives more into, you know, looking ahead and looking um, to where our profession and organization is headed. So, Bo, our final question, and we appreciate your time. And, you know, I know myself, I'm really looking forward to working with you and others on this strategic review, a uh, branding review. But what do you hope Casada can accomplish with this strategic branding review? Well, there's a lot that I think we want to accomplish. And it, and it starts with getting as many people bought in and invested and caring about this process as we can. So, you know, in a normal year, we have 3,200 or more members. And we, you know, anybody who has an opinion on this, you know, we want to hear from them. And we are right. going to reach out to as many people as we can, uh, because this shouldn't be any, any branding conversation should not, any decision should not be made by just a few people. It should be by the organization and, and its leaders. Um, 
and, and we have a great governance structure this year too with all the different cabinets and we're gonna utilize right. those individuals and even our key stakeholders externally uh, with our organization as well, right? Absolutely, and we've already started to do that. As, we, as, we've, as we're looking to see who would serve on the, the working group and, and be part of the decision-making body, you know, we have engaged all, all of our governance uh, cabinets uh, for their input, uh, for their nominations of who could serve. And uh, they're gonna be key every step of the way. Right. And the other thing, Sam, that I would say that we wanna accomplish is, it's kind of what I mentioned earlier, you know, we want to welcome new types of members into this organization. And so that's gonna require a culture shift by a lot of people. It's gonna require uh, those creative people to, to feel welcome and to want to be part of an organization uh, like us. And I, we know that they do from already talking to a lot of people. Right. Um, they, they're in the same place that SIDs were years ago. And they're, they're looking for that seat at the table that we talked about earlier. And, uh, you know, to be candid, they, they just don't really have it. There's, a, there's so many informal groups uh, that are so great. Um, but when it comes to um, being at the table the same way that SIDs are with COSIDA, it's, it's not the same. And, and so we're going to need a, a, a change in mindset um, to be inclusive of all types of communications professionals. Absolutely. And, and even also looking at younger people in the profession, too, and, and our younger student workers, grad assistants and interns, there's opportunities to get more people involved with Casida at an earlier stage in their career. Uh, and this is a very exciting time for the organization as we, as we move ahead and look ahead uh, to how things might look um, in the coming years. And so looking forward to working with you on this and we really appreciate your time and, and for joining us on Casida Conversations today. Thank you, Sam. Um, I'm excited that you're gonna be leading this effort and uh, really appreciate you having me on today. Thanks, Bo. And when Doug and I return, we will wrap things up and take a look back and look forward. And welcome back to Casada Conversations. Doug, in our recent executive board of directors meeting in May, you shared a document with the board about the various accomplishments achieved during a very unique year. Can you elaborate with our viewers about that list and how it came about and what it showed to you? Yes, Sam, I, I was, uh, we were getting ready for a staff retreat, kind of a two day, two -day event. I started thinking about uh, all the things that we have done this year, we spend a lot of time talking about what we haven't been able to do, all the all the negative uh, of the COVID and how it's impacted all of us. So I just started writing down a list of things we've accomplished. I went through the year, went through the archives on the website, and um, you know, it really, it really, the list grew and grew. It really, it was more than one page of things. You know, some of them small things, some of them big things. But uh, it w we were productive in the, in the organization and the members were productive. Uh, we didn't just stand still. And that's the key that I think that list demonstrates. We're gonna make that list public. And again, it's, it's a lot of different things. Some of them small, uh, some of them large. And I think people will be surprised. All that we did as a profession uh, from our, our, our uh, compensation survey, 
to the advocacy magazine, uh, to the new leadership structure. Uh, there, there are many more things that we did that were really impactful on uh, us as an organization in our profession. And, and uh, you know, hopefully we can create another list in the years ahead. I agree and look forward to seeing that shared with our membership so they can see it firsthand, all the different things that we've been able to accomplish big and small in a, in a unique year. And I would also encourage our members to take a minute and, and you know look back at the year that they've had personally on their own campus and make a list like this. Um, and I'm sure they've like, accomplished a lot of different things that they never would have imagined, uh, you know, two years ago. And then, you know, to be in this situation this past year and um, the amount of different uh, hurdles and obstacles our members had to go through and deal with um, has been, you know, it's been crazy. Um, but it's been great to see the success of our uh, members uh, continuing through some difficult times and, and getting to that finish line of this school year. Doug, moving on to another uh, topic here. Uh, for the past few years, Casita staff and a few other contributors have been creating blogs for Casita's Bigger Picture Blog, which is uh, takes members behind the scenes of what the Casita staff and volunteer leadership is working on for its members. There have been many great posts recently from staff sharing some great perspective and advice, especially when it comes to self-care and advocating for yourself. But our recent blog hit home to you personally, Doug, as you penned one about your 50th wedding anniversary with your wife, Sue. Can you share how you and Sue have na navigated the sports information work life for over five decades? Well, somebody asked me that uh, recently, what's the, what's the key to success? And I said, uh, Number one, uh, she's always right. You know, I, I I learned that early in the marriage that she is right, whether she's right or not. Right. And and second of all, probably more importantly, um, you know, the key is is picking out the right person. And I got I got lucky in that regard. And and uh, you know, ironically, as I said said in my blog, that uh, I started in this job about a year after we've been married. Uh, so. Um, this job has kind of carried our lives as a family through, and she's been a part of that, and that's what helped. Um, I, I, she said early on that uh, us being separated helped our marriage and uh, because it made us appreciate the time we were together. And so I just wanted to carry that message forward. It is awful hard to be married to an SID. It is awfully hard because of the time demands and, and uh, mm -hmm. if nothing else. So... Um, I know that's a big part of it. Uh, happy, happy wife, happy life. You know that that's the old saying. So um, it's really important. Those, uh, those people who are who are with us, who are our partners, uh, their happiness is really key and to make us happy too. So uh, as I started thinking about it, I just wanted to deliver that message. Well, thanks for sharing that with our our membership, Doug, and and happy anniversary to you Thank and you. Sue, and and to in in a special shout out to all the spouses out there uh, for other SIDs. Uh, the SID life is a difficult life sometimes, uh, but it can also be a very rewarding life uh, for those that can make it work. <laughs> exactly. Well, Doug, this is our sixth and final Casida Conversations during my Casida presidency. And I just wanted to t thank you and Bo White and all of our guests we've had on the show this past year. It's been a great and interesting year to say the least but I hope these conversations have helped to share a more personal side of the person in the Casida presidency role. And I appreciate you, Doug, for your guidance and advice during this year. 
Well, Sam, it's, uh, we talk about all the difficulties uh, for, for the COSIDA president. No COSIDA president has faced a more difficult challenge than you have. And uh, you've kept the ship afloat. You've kept it headed forward. And, and um, that's a credit to you and your commitment to this organization. Uh, I, I don't know of anybody who's more committed to COSIDA than, than Sam Atkinson has been. And uh, I hope this year has been enjoyable, as enjoyable as possible. Um, and uh, thanks to you uh, for making all that happen. Thanks, Doug. I really appreciate that. And I've really enjoyed these conversations. Um, it's allowed you and I to share uh, interesting news with uh, our membership and also kind of express, you know, some of our frustrations and also excitements of achieving different things throughout this difficult year. And uh, again, just thank you and, and the Casada staff and the entire board uh, for your guys' help throughout the year. Well, that does it. Uh, thank you for joining us on Casada Conversations and feel free to continue this conversation on social media. You can reach uh, Doug and I on Twitter. I'm at Sam Atkinson SID or at DVance Casida. Uh, so we'll be happy to engage with you on social media. If you have any other questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at any time. But most importantly, take some time for yourself and disconnect from your devices, reconnect with family and friends this summer and just enjoy the break um, as we get ready for next fall. 